Hi, Jamelin. Hi, Kim. We're back. We're back. Oh. And we have some Christmas decorations. Yeah. It's beginning to look a, a lot, lot like Christmas. Christmas. You know, it's a little tree, but she's pretty. And we are merry and bright. We are That's merry and bright. I am part. definitely more merry and bright this week than I was That's last week. Yeah, yeah. Getting close. It is getting close. <clears throat> I did a little um, stocking shopping last night, so okay. got a few little things. I think I could spend a million dollars just buying little things to put in the stockings. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and bigger stockings included, right? Because you keep buying things. To yes, put in the yeah. I mean, do we really all need new deck of cards every year? But I kind of think we do. Well, maybe. Depends on how often you use the cards. cards. Do you yeah. play a lot of cards at your house? Um, I play solitaire on my phone. Okay, yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, no. But you know what? I did do. So on vacation, we played Scrabble with my brother-in-law and his wife, and it was so fun. And I was reminded of the Scrabble game that I had that was deluxe, and it, oh. Turned, oh, it turned. So you yeah, didn't have to take fancy. the board and turn it around. Yeah, yeah. And so I Googled that. It was the 1977 version, deluxe, and it was on Amazon for a meager $268. Whoa. So, yeah, no, that's not happening. So I Googled more, went to eBay, made my first bid, oh. and I'm going to bring the game when it comes. We should have a game yeah, of Scrabble yeah, that we, we just have keep, it just keeps going. All right, okay. So week. I'll bring it when it arrives, which is supposed to be next week. Hopefully it's in pretty good condition. I've never bought anything off of eBay, but I'm super excited that now, I'm getting this Now, is this Scrabble game different than if I just no. went to Target and bought it? Well, it's, 19, it's from 1977. It's vintage. Oh, okay. And it's super It's super cool. Like, the the tiles sit in little squares, so they oh, don't move around. Yeah, I can't be having to move around. No, and you can. I can turn the board to you, so I don't have to And that's how it was originally whole, made? Yes. I'm showing my age a little bit. <laughs> I'm not sure which one of us is showing your oh, age. Oh, I, I think I am. <laughs> For sure. It was probably 1999 uh, in 1977, right? Yeah. 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 But I'm okay. excited to get it. Well, we play a lot of cards at our house. And the church has a Euchre night oh. this Thursday. I think it's this Thursday. Um, and Nathan, my son, Nathan, and I are going to be partners. Oh, cool. We're going to come and play. Cool. Pretty excited. I have to remember that. I yeah. used to know how to play that game. But yeah. stocking stuffers are, I don't know that you can have too many. No. And then, you know, you have to put little treats in there, too. So, do you um, have your shopping finished? Almost, okay. almost, <clears throat> not quite, but almost. Right. I, I need <laughs> to that for a very vague answer. <laughs> do you? Uh, I'm not sure. Isn't that sad? Like, I need to make the list and check. I have things, and I'm not sure that I've taken care of everyone, but almost, I think. Well, you have three grandbabies to buy for now. Do you go overboard, or you do a little bit, mm -hmm. like? You know, like Violet showed me the dress that she liked, and I wasn't sure, so I had to kind of sneak and ask her, is this the one? And she saw another one that she liked uh -huh. also, better. Nice. Sounds you know, like her Who grandmother. wants to open a box and not be super excited? Right. No one, so she has both dresses. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have a goddaughter who is going to be three in May, uh -huh. and if her mother would allow me so, <laughs> I would buy that child 
every single thing I wanted to. <laughs> Everything she sees, right. But Jessica's kind of strict with me on how much I can spoil her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you really spoil a three-year-old too much? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't. I have to stay in her good graces if I want to keep seeing my little baby. <laughs> um, so Dave and I went out of town earlier this week. Oh. We ran down to Nashville, Tennessee, to see the Behold the Lamb um, Christmas concert that Andrew Peterson huh. does every year with his friends. He wrote this, and it start. He wrote this piece of music, composed it. It starts. It's all the songs starting with. Um, basically kind of starting around Moses and going through Jesus's birth. Hmm. And it's all these different songs. Um, and Dave and I have been for years, we would, it's every year. This was like the 22nd year. Okay. So we took his mom. But if you guys are looking for like a really cool Christmas concert experience, I think they're going to have the live stream for you to purchase mm-hmm. and then you can have it playing. So it's Andrew Peterson. Oh, Maybe we'll cool. have a link and John can we, John says we will have a link and it's called behold the lamb of God and you can get it on um, Apple. That would music. be cool to be playing in the background. Yes. Like, you know, on Christmas Eve or Christmas. And it's, there's a song about um, Mary's birth that just brings me to tears every okay. time. I want to check that out. So it's beautiful. So we went and did that Monday night and got to see his brother and had dinner with his mom. We took his mom with us. and Nice. So it's been a quick. So I, And then Sunday I wasn't at church. I was representing Zami Fondwa. We were um, at St. Luke's United Methodist in Indianapolis where Kim and I met each other. That's right. That's right. For the <laughs> first time when our love affair began. That's right. <laughs> and we were in their art gallery. Oh, that yeah. they have, mm-hmm. and we had all of our Haitian art up there, and it looked gorgeous, mm-hmm. and sold some of our cool um, ornaments that we have, and so... And is your art still there? It is, for, and it'll be there through the month of December. And it's for sale, correct? It isn't for okay. sale. Some of it's priceless, like, okay. we, well, especially because we can't travel to Haiti right mm, now. That's true. And so... I said I would be willing to sell it for the price of a house, which is thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, but people buy art yeah, all the time. Do. But um, it would have to be for thirty grand. I mean, there's a piece up there that I bought for Day for his fortieth birthday uh-huh. that I that it was made by an artist that has not done anything. It's really abstract, and so it would be hard to find yeah. it, to replicate that. Yeah, but so I missed the sermon on Sunday, but got caught up. Thanks to media, which was a little bit awkward <laughs> when I was listening to the sermon. So yeah. I'm not sure uh, how to, I'm sure you well, will help us tie all that together. I'm going to try. I mean, <laughs> I, I can totally get on uh, Pastor Seth's side with how social media impedes our ability to be in real relationship with each other and, right, because it's a both and, and I don't know how we go back at this point. I don't know how we don't use it. And I think, you know, all things can be used for good or ill. So, yeah. I was thinking about this because I was trying to compare it to something, an invention in the past Mm. that had to do with communication. Mm -hmm. So, like, the only thing I could think of is, like, maybe people quit visiting face-to-face so much when the phone was invented. Oh, maybe. You know, because I know people say, well, the problem with social media is 
it doesn't teach us how to be around each other mm-hmm. um, physically, like face to face. I heard years ago, Amy Poehler, who's one of my favorite comedians, tell a really funny joke. She said that the generation that grew up with social media, that when they go to college, instead, like we took Communications 101, which was, you know, you stood up, gave a speech in front of a class. She mm-hmm. said their Communications 101 would be how to make eye contact, oh. <laughs> <laughs> which I always thought was so funny yep. and kind of true. Yeah, it uh, is kind of true. So I was trying to think, though, like, did people say, well, because I remember, like, my dad talking about always going to visit his grandfather on Sundays, mm-hmm. like, in that people visited on Sundays mm-hmm. yeah. during their Sabbath. Did they stop yeah. doing a lot of that visiting when they were on the when phone? I, I wonder. I, things used to be closed on Sunday. And I wonder how that, how things opening up on Sunday correlates with oh, different ways of communicating or, you know, there being the phone. Um, not as much visits as when much people visits. are going to the movies. That's uh, Bishop Willimon tells a story. He grew up in rural South Carolina, and he tells a story of how he remembers the day the world changed was when he and his friends skipped United Methodist Youth Fellowship on Sunday afternoon to go to the local movie theater. Oh, because it was Because it open. opened on Sundays. Uh-huh. All their parents thought they were at <clears throat> oh, UMYF, uh-huh, but uh-huh. they went to go see, you know, a movie. Elvis or something. Yeah. I don't know who yeah. they went to go see. Did you, um, in elementary school, ever have a pen pal? Well, I always, I know the world out there is going to be shocked <laughs> to hear this. I always picked up pen pals on vacations. Okay, okay. That doesn't surprise no, me. No, not at all, right? <laughs> no. And, um, but yes, I did. So for our younger listeners, yeah. a pen pal would be someone that you would sort of make a promise that you'd write each other back yeah. and forth. Yeah. I think one of the best examples of that is the movie that makes me sob each time, Beaches. Oh, yeah. Where the two girls met Mm -hmm. as children, and then they wrote back and forth, and then eventually became best friends through letter writing. Yeah, yeah. I I wrote lots of letters, and I know my aunt um, used to always write us a poem inside our birthday card. Um, and you know, I, I gotta mean, up my aunt. Yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, that's Mine would right. be roses are red, violets are blue. Your dad thinks he's better than me. He's wrong. Yeah. Is that a poem? Oh, yeah, of course. It doesn't have to rhyme. Rhyme mean, is not necessary. Uh, but letters, like love letters to your beloved, in like high school and junior high. Well, the other thing I've told my kids is we used to write notes to each other and pass them in the hallway. Oh yeah. And um, the notes, too, would say, do you like me? Yes, no, maybe, circle one. And Nathan, my seventh grader, thinks that's the most hysterical and ridiculous thing. <laughs> it's true, He's though. like, you did not do that. I said, how else were we going to know? Yeah, no. and then you would fold them like in a little triangle. And, and be able to tuck them yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now they text each them. other in class. I know. And we used to get in trouble for pa- oh. if you got caught passing a note. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. These are all things, though, that were not media related. As we're sitting here talking, right. I'm realizing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I last, I think probably like a lot of people during um, the quarantine time when everyone had to stay home, mm-hmm. I was going through old boxes and this, that, and the other. And I am very much a pack rat when it comes to memories. Uh-huh. So I have kept all these pictures. But I then came across 
shoe boxes and shoe boxes of all of my mail I got while I was in college. That's awesome that you saved it. Cards, letters, <laughs> which serve as a yeah. historical piece now. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I've kept them. I've given them to some of my friends who mailed them to me because it's really saying what was going on in their mm-hmm. life at that time. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's been really fun. That is I remember getting email in college my junior or senior year. I went to a tiny little room in the math building at Purdue, a, a huge technology school. And so right. I heard you have something called electronic mail. Yeah. <laughs> and You've got mail. Graduate students have piles of books and everything, and they're like, ah, fill out this form. <laughs> you know, you email, weren't just yeah. given an email. You had to right. go seek it out. Mm-hmm. And we would email each other, my high school friends and I would at that point. And when I graduated from, when we all graduated from college, I took all those emails and made a book out of them. Oh, the you actually printed them off. Yes, and then gave them to everybody for a graduation present because it really ex- showed like all of our funny jokes, and everyone would say, "Oh, I just failed this exam," and we were like, you know, encouraging yeah, yeah, each other, and yeah. no one really failed. And that exams, was so. uh, like, yeah, high tech. And I mean, take your kids for instance; they don't even know a world without email. Well, they hardly and use email. Yeah, they I mean, just, it's just text. texting. Yeah, yeah. 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 So pen pals, I think, are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I bet some of our listeners have had a pen pal or like to. Who doesn't still though like to get a letter or a card with a little note in it? I love it. Yeah, I do too. And even in spite and of like all the ways them. we can communicate. Yep. My college roommate's mom was the best at sending cards. She would just write like we're having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, I worked on the bathroom today, da da da. <laughs> and then she would send like little clippings from the Hagerstown Exponent newspaper, okay. which is a tiny little town in East Indiana. Yeah. Um, to us of stuff we just thought would be interesting. They were the best. That reminds me of like writing and of having a diary and writing in it every day, like what you did that day. My friend Susan's mom wrote her a letter every day she was in college. Oh, my gosh. That's a commitment. Can you imagine? No, I cannot. I've had a daughter in college, (laughs) and she did not get a letter I mean, I just think all that stuff's amazing. Now, again, we just text, and so... Is there something impersonal about... Like, what's the difference between, like, getting that letter that you can hold onto and open up and just getting on your computer and popping open an email? Three days. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's. I think it's a time thing in a way. It is. Um, you know, I remember Dave and I started dating right before he graduated from Duke, and I still had another three semester, no, four semesters left. But he graduated, and then he went to Europe for five weeks. And this was before okay. cell phones. We did oh, yeah. have email, yeah. but you'd have to go to an internet cafe and pay money yes. to use yep. the, you know. And so we wrote letters back and forth. He would write me from Europe, and I would send return letters to his mailbox in Durham, okay. North Carolina. And then when he got home from his five weeks, his mailbox was crammed. Oh, okay. And this was also six weeks into our love affair. Oh, okay. So you can so there's imagine. lots to talk about. Those letters, though, are so precious yeah. to me. Like, yeah. if, if, God forbid, a fire would happen at our house, that would be one of the first things I'd grab. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, you know, we were telling each other how much we thought each other was great. It's, yeah, I'm glad that you still have them. That's cool. So, yeah, our kids would probably think they're gross, but <laughs> oh, well. we loved them. Yeah, and you still do. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
So it is hard to know, like, how much social media is it? How, how much do you push on that? And how much do we try to... Yeah, think? Seth was talking about us being mediated, so that how the media has sort of um, crafted the way yeah. that we are with each other or the way we think we need to be with each other, which is sometimes inauthentic and not vulnerable. Right. It always comes back to vulnerability. Yeah. This podcast should I, be called You Better Get Vulnerable. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. I, I wrote that when I was listening to the sermon in my notes. Like, there's this thread right. of vulnerability, right? So last week it was the authority versus vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And really what I think social media has done is it makes some people think they can say anything. Mm, yeah. Well, and things that they probably wouldn't be courageous enough to say to the person, you know, or be in the same sort of exchange with. I think it's great for us to disagree and and put forward our ideas and and share why we think what we're thinking. Um, But when you do that face-to-face, it's a lot different than I just, like, type out what I'm thinking and I walk away and then... You know, when I, it's convenient for me, then I re-engage with you as opposed to us having this back and forth. Yeah, I think what happens for me with social media is people feel courageous behind mm-hmm. a keyboard, mm-hmm. not always um, compassionate. Mm-mm. So they may feel courageous. And then what it does is you think you're really connecting with other people but it feels like we are less and less neighborly in that process. Mm-hmm. We objectify each other, I think. Yes, and we also run into our tribes. Mm-hmm. So, like, if someone, I mean, the number of times I hear on Facebook, I've read on Facebook people saying, it's that time of year again, I just can't do it. If you don't agree with me, I'm unfriending you. <laughs> what? Well, I mean. That's what we go from. It's that time of year again. I just can't do it. To I don't want to be your friend if you I'm can't. I'm unfriending get me. you if you yeah. can't think the same way I do. And yeah. it's almost like I told someone the other day. I miss the days where you didn't talk about money or politics in public. Hmm. Yeah, I miss those days yeah. in a way because I could sit with someone who maybe didn't vote the same way I did, yeah. but loves the same TV shows. Right. I mean, there's so much other stuff to talk yeah. about, but hmm. instead, it's like. Way more other stuff to talk oh, about. Oh, and, you know, now we, there's, like, your top couple things that can divide people that, for some reason, we all have decided we have to be aligned on yeah. in order to be around each other. Yeah, and I almost feel like I'm at a deficit in this conversation, in a way, because I never really participated in social media, even Facebook, very much at all. Like, I can remember <laughs> Byron saying, my aunt told you happy birthday on Facebook. And I'm like, okay. Thanks. Yeah, I would like, yeah. uh, you know, it, that's nice. But, like, if if she really knew me, she would know that that's not how to tell me happy birthday because right. I'm likely not signing on to Facebook more than, I don't know, once every couple of months. Well, I, it's funny. I can see, I get memories on Facebook, you know, 11 years ago and when mm-hmm. I used to share about the kids. and mm-hmm. But this was back before Facebook became this behemoth. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I remember when I quit right, sharing personal stuff, it was because being at St. Luke's like we oh, were, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a larger congregation. Yeah. And people was people were friends with me on Facebook that I maybe didn't friends. know real well. Yeah, right. But someone came up to Margaret on a Sunday morning when she was maybe six or seven years old and said, it looked like you had the best time at Disney. 
And later she said to me, someone said to, you know, she repeated the conversation Uh and she said, I didn't know her. Uh How did she know we were at Disney? Uh And I said, well, she probably saw a picture that I posted on Facebook of us down there. Uh And she said, I didn't like that. Oh, yeah. From the mouths of babes, right? And so I... I, I mean, so if people look at my Facebook page, I don't put a ton of personal stuff on there yeah. still to this day because it made Margaret feel so uncomfortable. And I forgot people recognize her without her knowing who yeah, they and, are. And it allows people to feel like they have a kind of familiarity with you that they do not. Right. right? They, and in a, when you're in a public facing role like you were, like we were at St. Luke's, people believe that they, I mean, people assign some celebrity to you. Yes. And so they yeah. think that they know lots of things about you or because they see you every Sunday that they really know you. And that can be dicey, especially for kids. Right. So <clears throat> I, I do see how it can really help draw people together. I, mean, I think one of the cool things that it has done is it's helped me be back in touch with people I was really good friends with, like in elementary school, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. I feel like I've done kind of a full circle. But at the same time, it also puts you in touch with people that you knew from elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and remind you of how long ago that yeah, was. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that can be hard. So it's hard to know, like, how do you do community yeah. with each other? Try The other thing is my first... Um, a high school reunion, like my five-year one, was ju- was before Facebook. Mm-hmm. But my 10-year reunion was after Facebook. And the conversations with people between those five years uh-huh. were totally different because some people, I'd be like, oh, now I haven't seen this person since I graduated from high school, but I ask them, like, how was your trip to Colorado? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so inauthentic, right? Yeah. Because you don't yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that, you know, to sort of come full circle, that is what Seth was talking about, is having this authentic relationship with the God who decided to be face-to-face with us, to incarnate and actually, like, be with us and in relationship with us from the beginning. In some ways, it is like writing letters. Mm -hmm. You know, when you write a letter, you're more intentional, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you pause and you take a breath to really think about what you want to say. Yeah. When you, even if you type a letter, it's just like muscle memory. Mm-hmm. You know, you're kind of just saying. Yeah. It's sort of like that same thing when we get into a relationship with God. Are we being intentional? Are we pausing? Mm-hmm. Are we taking a breath? Or are we just using muscle memory yeah. in that relationship as well? Uh-huh. Um, so it's, you know. It's all part of the process of, I think, is who do we want to be to one another? Yeah, and I think we have to live in this tension of, like, how we do that and how we, how much of it is not face-to-face and how much of it is and, you know, what is real for us. Right. Yeah. Well, I um, have some stuff to think about. Uh, yeah, I do too. So. My, my fear of just totally getting off. hmm is that I would miss this, the few people that I have reconnected with of how I would stay in touch with them, uh-huh. you know? I mean, I think it's uh, certainly how you use it is up to you, and it can be fluid, and so you don't have to. 
you can change the way you want to use it whenever you want to. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. How quickly we just went into therapy. I know. I knew you were going to say that. She's (laughs) tricky. That that means it's time to go for this week. It is time to go. (laughs) And we will see everyone next time. What is today? Today is the 7th. Eighth. Eighth. Mm-hmm. Today's the eighth. Mm-hmm. So this Sunday, if anyone does listen to this before this Sunday, we are going downtown on the east side of Indianapolis. Dave and I and a few others from the congregation have been teaching English to a Haitian mm-hmm. community down there. And last week it was cold and rainy, and we noticed that some of our friends could probably use a warm coat. Oh, okay. Um, so if anybody that's listening before the 12th, December 12th has a coat or wants to pick one up just bring it here to the church to the main office and uh, we'll make sure that someone gets that this Sunday do we need adult and children adult and children yeah okay all right. mostly adults okay all right cool so um got that in real quick yeah you're, okay. you're good at that that's okay all right <laughs> we will see everyone next time all right have a great week bye-bye